Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel. It's Friday, June 7th, and I'm back on the train today doing my presentation. Um, we have a very busy day at the office today. Fridays are always a little bit crazy because we only do a half day of office hours. So we start at 10.45 and the last patient is 1.45. So three hours we pack a lot of activities in. So um, last week Friday it worked pretty well. Just doing the um, presentation on the train. I hope I have a uh, success again this morning. So as the presentation uh, indicated, I'm speaking about hormonal acne today. And I had a, a patient yesterday who had um, issues with hormonal acne. And I realized that comes up quite often throughout the week. So I thought it'd be a good idea to speak on that today. Um, I'll probably do a short version today and then complete it or expand on it tomorrow. So, uh, hormonal acne is acne that occurs due to hormonal fluctuations or changes and that usually or pretty much um, should occur within the two weeks before the menstrual cycle and then resolve within the week of the menstrual cycle. So, it's basically between one and three weeks out of the month if someone has hormonal acne. Uh, they can have issues. It's due because I think most people are aware that acne is due to either oversensitivity of the skin to testosterone hormone and increased or overactivity of the oil glands, the sebaceous glands in the skin. And that can be acne on the face, the chest, or the back. So back knee, chest acne or face acne are all potentially susceptible to hormonal acne and uh, that overproduction or um, overactivity of oil uh, due to increased sensitivity or for some people increased levels of testosterone allows for the oil to get trapped because the skin cells on the face are not able to exfoliate or to turn over as frequently as necessary uh, due to that increased activity and the oil gets trapped with or without bacteria at the base of the oil gland and it forms either superficial acne which are zits or pimples or deep-seated acne which is what we call cystic acne. So the main criteria is that it has to be acne that occurs right before or during the menstrual cycle and resolves during the menstrual, by the end of the menstrual cycle. <coughs> Sorry. Now the evaluation for that can just simply be um, the symptoms. If the symptoms correlate with the hormonal activity, then we say it's hormonal acne. Now, a lot of women will come to me because they've seen the dermatologist, and the dermatologist has asked them to get their bloods drawn to check their hormones. 
Predominantly, the dermatologist is concerned that this lady not only has increased, doesn't actually just have increased sensitivity to testosterone, but has increased or overproduction of testosterone. That rarely is the case, but we will always draw their bloods, and the bloods are always free and circulating testosterone levels to see if they're within normal limits in general and then to see if the amount that's circulating and available to cause problems is excessive. So it's free and circulating testosterone. We then check for activity of a hormone that helps decrease or soak up testosterone that's circulating because only the free or circulating testosterone can potentially cause the symptoms. That protein is called sex hormone binding globulin or SHBG. That protein level should be high uh, in order to allow help from the person's body to decrease circulating testosterone. So free and circulating testosterone, SHBG or sex hormone binding globulin, we will always check the ovarian hormones but they're they're pretty much always going to be normal if someone has normal monthly cycles. So the ovarian hormones are going to be luteinizing hormone, follicle-stimulating hormone, and estradiol. So LH, FSH, and E2. Some people will check cortisone levels. So they'll check for DHES or dihydroestradiol. Um, that level will usually be normal. If someone's DHEAS is elevated, they're going to know. They're going to have physical manifestations or changes or um, um, a lot of increased hair ac uh, activity, so hirsutism or an after five shadow uh, issue. So those are the, the bloods that we will always draw for the dermatologist if they're requesting it. But I usually don't draw the bloods unless someone's requesting it. Or if they, in addition to the acne, have excess hair levels. So increased facial hair, chest hair, um, what we call secondary sex characteristics for the hair. I will draw those bloods. But in, in the absence of that, I don't draw those hormones. It's not necessary. Just the symptoms alone of uh, when the acne occurs and when it resolves is adequate. And then the management of the treatment. The management, sorry, the management or the treatment of the acne is twofold. One can either do hormone manipulation with birth control pills and or manipulation with an enzyme or a medication. I'm going to stop now because um, I don't, uh, I see the train conductor coming. Um, so I'm going to stop now and then I'll be back tomorrow with a continuation on hormonal acne. Thank you very much for watching. This is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner and check out the YouTube channel please also. That's also called GYN Corner. Have a great day. joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.